listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our first guest and topic of today. Uh, in the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking to fitness coach Nathan Sawlier about how to improve our cardiovascular systems. Uh, Nate, it's good to speak to you again. How are you doing? Excellent, Noreen. All, all locked up and all ready to go. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm glad you're safe and sound. You know, so today we're talking about how to improve our cardiovascular systems and and how to have stronger lungs. Because let's face it, if it's if if it's a time to sort of be healthy, it, the time is right now. And to, to to strengthen our lungs is sort of probably most important. Um, in the past, we've often talked about how to start slow. And if for those of us who who haven't exercised a long time, you know, to to start slow. But how about for people who are actually quite fit already? How can we build on and and get even stronger lungs and hearts uh look the the it really comes down to being able to do um you know a, a total body exercises um a, a great one that you can also uh, you can do is jumping jacks jumping jacks are an easy very easy way of doing it. do you know what jumping jacks are is that the one that you you know you sort of jump and it's like you, you spread your arms kind of like stars like a star, star jumps jump? yeah yeah they're of. also called star jumps as well they're a fantastic way Skipping is another great way of being able to get your heart rate up because the thing is, is if, if you can really test your lungs, your lungs will also be stronger as well because you'll be also taking in more oxygen, which means that you're, if, you were to, if you were to be struck down by, you know, by any sort of lung, uh, you know, a lung virus, your lungs will be strong enough to be able to fight it off. Excellent. So, Sorry, go on. Yes, so I reckon it's so hard being on the phone, isn't it? I know. It's so much different, right? I feel terrible Um, talking over you. You know, when we used to uh, see each other, we'd just banter, but now it's like, oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, if you can get your heart rate up, you know, doing um, what I call um, high high intensity interval training, uh, some sort of like a, um, uh, you know, what, what we call anaerobic training, anaerobic threshold training which basically pushes yourself just to a point where you feel you can't do anymore will start to actually push your um your anaerobic threshold up which means your aerobic system becomes stronger and obviously it it, it can it can uh it has a higher capacity remind our listeners uh again what's the difference between aerobic exercise and anaerobic anaerobic is the one that makes you want to throw up isn't it (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Simply put. Well, well, it it it, it does. It, it's, yeah, you're right. I mean, the thing is, is like with anaerobic thro- threshold, is is like going to that point where you need to stop. Yeah. And to when you up. stop, yeah. Well, it, yeah. Sometimes I've I've seen it before. I've seen it before where people have gone to the point where they feel like they feel a bit dizzy and they feel like they need to sit down and yes, they need to throw up. So. And so anaerobic threshold is doing that, and that is what we call high intensity. So aerobic is anywhere between, um, well, it, it's anywhere between, you know, 50% and around 82% of your maximum heart rate. And how do you know where that is? Well, you listen to your heart, you, you listen to your, um, your, your breathing. If you're able to breathe as well as talk, then you're in your anaerobic. So you're in your aerobic um, capacity. If you can't talk, then you are in your anaerobic capacity. Wow. And um, what about the one that may, um, it also makes you produce a lot of lactic acid, and you kind of feel a bit crampy 
as well sometimes. Yeah, well, so that, that's anaerobic. So when you go into your anaerobic, um, you know, when you go into an anaerobic um, uh, state, your lactic acid starts to build up. And lactic acid is actually a, a very, very good thing to have because it stops you from injuring yourself. So, you know, when you have that point where you feel like you can't do any more, your body's saying, okay, you shouldn't be doing any more because if you keep going past this, you're first of all going to feel like you're going to pass out. And second of all, you're also, your muscles are going to start to hurt. So you've, so lactic acid is a really good um, feedback to tell you whether to slow down or not. So with aerobic exercise, you're sort of trying to get between you know, I'm not being challenged at all uh, and you're not being challenged that much to that point where I'm being really challenged and I get to that point where that lactic acid builds up or um, in, in anywhere in between. And how do you bring the lactic acid down? Oxygen. So if your oxygen is going into your body, then you're able to bring that lactic acid down. If oxygen is not able to get into your body, then your lactic acid goes to the roof and then you stop. Ah, I see. Excellent. Um, what about that point? Um, how does how long does it take for cardio to be effective? I mean, how how long should we be exercising for? Twenty minutes, half an hour, or, or fifty minutes? You know what? You can get an aerobic response after even ten minutes of exercise. Ah. If you took on if you took on ten minutes a day doing an aerobic exercise, by next week you'll be able to do anywhere between eleven and fifteen minutes of exercise. Oh, wow. It doesn't take long for your aerobic exercise to pick up. Oh. It's pretty much like, and I and I can, if I can give a layman's term, it's pretty much like a um, a car that gets 50, 50 miles to a gallon, or or, or fifty liters to a uh, 50, 50 kilometers to a liter, because when you when you start walking, you'll notice after a few days you'll be able to walk longer. That's true. You build up a tolerance or, yes. Correct. And so what your body does is it becomes more and more efficient. So it doesn't take long before you can build up your cardio or your aerobic capacity because your body adapts to it from from yesterday. Yeah. And I would probably even go further to say is like if you weren't walk for a day today and you walk to a point where you said, okay, that's as far as I can, just say it was 10 minutes. I guarantee you the next day you'll be able to work foot walk further than that and probably swifter than that because your aerobic fitness has actually improved. Uh, now, I also is it better to do these sort of cardio exercises in the morning or, or at night? I remember we, we talked about this before and, and your observation was, you you know, we see a lot of people running um, before bedtime in, in the nighttime because people are working uh, long hours and they don't get to finish their dinner and then afterwards they exercise. Is it better to do cardio in the morning or, or in the evening? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think a lot of people, you know, when people do have the time is usually in the evening. And they probably sleep in to, to be able to, you know, get ready and go straight to work. But really, the best time to actually do cardio training is, is actually at in the morning. And because what, first of all, the morning, uh, sorry, when you exercise in the evening, have uh, your, your, uh, your endorphins go up, your uh, cortisol levels go up. And, so, and also your, your heat of the body goes up as well in the, if you go and train. And that also prevents you being able to go to sleep at night. 
So you might find that you'll have a poorer quality sleep if you exercise in the evening. So the best time to actually exercise is first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, ah. And then and then enjoy a nice breakfast. Uh, on an empty stomach or after breakfast or after something light? Yeah, that's that's also a good one. It really depends on each person, right? Because I, I know for myself, I need something in my stomach to be able to exercise. So I may have like a banana beforehand, you know, or something that's pretty simple, like a, an orange. Uh, so that way I can actually get a little bit of, you know, a little bit of energy from the sugar that I'm actually taking into my body. And, and that'll get me through that workout. But some people don't like exercising uh, on a, you know, on something in their stomach. So pay people to prefer not to do that. So really, everyone will be different. Yeah. Remind our listeners again about the heart rate. You know, what's the heart rate? What should your heart rate be if you're exercising aerobically and anaerobically? And, and should we be getting one of those heart rate monitors? On Well, I suppose many smartwatches will have those. Yeah, a lot of smartwatches. I've got an iWatch and it does really well because I, I find that if I get my heart rate to around 82%, of my maximum heart rate and by the way to work out your maximum heart rate you do you it's it's a it's a it's a gen it's a, a, a generic thing it's 220 minus your age so if you are 40 years old 220 minus your age is 180 yeah now here's the here's the caveat with that as well is because if you're really fit then you'll find that you may be able to go higher than 180. So they say anywhere between 12 and 13 beats either side of 180. So if you're not very fit, you might find that you'll you'll only get to 100 and um, you know 168, mm. and then you feel like right, I'm now in an anaerobic threshold. So, so, uh, so what you do is um, you work out your your maximum heart rate. Just say 180. And then you work out um, you work out eighty percent of that, and so one eighty that's around about a um, hundred. Uh, what's that? About a hundred and thirty to a hundred and fifty beats per minute. So that will be your your range where you stay within. And you'll find that if you go above one hundred and fifty, you'll go into that anaerobic threshold part, and you'll start to feel fatigued. But do you do you need to have a, a heart rate monitor to give that to you? Not really, but it's nice to have it because it sort of gives you some sort of target to aim towards. Yeah. And I find nowadays, you know, it's so much more fun to be able to sort of look at your heart rate and go, oh, you know, I'm right at that 82%. You know, can I maintain it here? Or, hey, you know, I've still got a little bit longer to go. So, you know, I'm just going to drop it off a wee bit. So it sort of gives you some real-time feedback of, you know, you know you're keeping sus- to, to, to sustain yourself for the entire workout. Absolutely. It's quite fun to just keep track and just to, to, to maintain that uh, healthiness and see if you can, can beat it in a way and, and, and you know, get fitter uh, with a lower heart rate as you keep practicing uh, different cardiovascular activities. Um, oh, absolutely. And I think there's even ways of being with that app as well, with your phone or with these different types of um, um, wearable watches is that you can actually compete with your friends. <laughs> really? You know? Yeah. So even, you know, uh, Strava. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you can actually load into that and you can actually compare, you know, your times on different runs. You can, you know, if you've got your cycle at home, you can do different, you know, different courses and things like this. So that way you can just look 
Load them up and your friends can compare each other. <laughs> I remember. Which is a lot of fun I, too. I remember. I was scratching my head saying, who told me about this? It was you from from, from a few weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, I have, I have heard of Strava. Um, so what are the... Yeah, you have to try it out. What are the common um, cardiovascular exercises can you think of? I mean... People running, jogging, swimming, all, all of these are sort of the usual suspects. Um, and, yeah, they are. And team sports? Um, you know, the, yeah, you can do that. The best time for it. Right now, it's not really ideal. <laughs> it's a pain in groups. It's, it's not as much fun when it's only two on two. Um, you know, you, there there's a lot of different types of, of, um, of programs you can do. You know, you, like I said, we can go for a run, you can go for a hike, um, you, you, um, you can go for a bike ride. Um, one of the things that, you know, I've been doing, you know, as you know, we, we're running these live online programs right now and we're doing like hit workouts and a very simple one is, is like, it's just going from lower body, to upper body. And if I was to give you like four real simple exercises to be able to do aerobic exercise is, you know, you're just doing squats, for example, and you're doing like squats and I would do them around 30 to 45 seconds. And then have a small rest for about 15, 20 to 15 seconds. And then you go into uh, uh, push-ups. Then do push-ups for 30 to 45 seconds. Now, if your upper body is not that strong, you might find that, you know, shadow punching, you know, just mm. air punching, you know, like you're doing boxing for 30 to 45 seconds. And then you go down the bottom and then you start doing lunges. I'm even doing them in my house right now, just sort of like how it feels. And so, you know, you can do lunges for the second, for the third one. And then after that, you can do dips. And so you sit on a chair and you just put both hands beside you and then you do dips for 30 to 45 seconds and then just rotate them. Yeah. Or even put one on the end as a just jog on the spot. I was going to ask. But give your, uh, yeah, go on, go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, but just give yourself a little bit of time in between each exercise just to give yourself a little bit of recovery if you're not that fit. Well, that made me think of sort of common mistakes that you see people doing. You know, are people sort of thinking, oh, I've got to get some cardio in my into the into the regime, and then they just go too hard and they don't really give themselves enough break? I mean, what other common yeah. mistakes do, do you often see? Yeah, exactly that. They're just going too hard too early. Yeah. And probably yeah, not and, enough variety in, in, in the, you know, from what you were describing, just lots yeah. of different little activities. I suppose the, uh, someone would just go on just, a treadmill and just think of that as their cardio and that's it and they get bored. Yeah, I know, right? It, it's like different things. You know, that, that was why, you know, with, with um, you know, what we've taken online is, is we're just getting so many people coming in because they're getting bored of doing the same things over and over and over. And then also, you know, like we said, this is like listen to your heart rate when you're doing your cardio. This is like if you can speak, and I always say if I can say five words and then take a breath and then five words again, then I'm probably right in the zone. And not too out of breath and not too sort of overboard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, Nate, you're running online classes as well, uh, which is suitable for people who are working from home. Remind our listeners once again how they can find out more about you and about your online classes. Oh, absolutely. They can go to Facebook at Elite Personal Training uh, or even go on it. We've got actually a private one called Elite Personal Training Community or they can go to our Instagram, which is Elite PT Studio, or they can just reach out to us. They go to our website on ElitePTStudio.com. Excellent. Meanwhile, thank you so much for your time this week, Nate, and I'll speak to you next week. Thank you very much indeed for My your pleasure. time. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Keep working. <laughs> Bye.